Conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Get up. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM, on the talk of Las Vegas, Monday edition of the show. Yeah, here we are again. Weekend's gone. I know, I know, but it's okay, because every night is a weekend right here. At least we try to make it be. We try to make it fun. And not so fun right now, though, for a lot of you parents. Not so fun for a lot of you students that don't even know how to spell anymore. I- I'm telling you, you've been out of school so long, you don't even know how to spell school. And the reason I bring this up is, you know, Arizona and Nevada, these are my states. And when something affects Nevada, I'm very vocal. When something affects Arizona, I'm very vocal. So I wanted to talk about something in Arizona right now that will probably affect you and me and all of us in Nevada. And that's the nationwide sick out that Arizona's pushing for. Now you might say, what are you, what are you talking about? What's the sick out thing? Well, today in Arizona, Schools were supposed to start back in session August 17th in class teaching. Now, they've been doing an online version in many of the school districts in Arizona. But today, across the board, school was supposed to start. So on Friday, over 100 teachers and staff members called in sick and said that they will, in fact, not come back into the classroom until their demands are being met. Now, they've been walking around protesting with masks, signs in the hot sun, 115 degrees in Arizona, breaking records, and they refuse to go back to school. Now, that has thrown a lot of parents into a problem because some parents, maybe even you, have to have a dual income to survive, to make ends meet, especially during this pandemic that we're now kind of getting through, starting to go past. Now, it's still here. Don't get me wrong. We still have a pandemic. We have COVID-19. That's not changing. Things are, are moving forward in a positive direction, not only in Nevada, but in Arizona and across the country. And really, if you look at Arizona, Arizona's been a model in terms of how they got things done, and that is thanks to some very smart conservative people. I can't give Doug Ducey 100% of the credit because the truth of the matter is, and I know this well, Doug is not a conservative. He's a Republican, but he's not a conservative. Oh, he pretends to be one when necessary for election, but he's really not a conservative. So, now, is he a John Kasich Republican? No, absolutely not. Rather have Ducey than a Sisolak any single day of the week. But with that said, Arizona's pretty smart. Arizona's the beacon of the Wild West. Arizona still prides itself to being, you know, the Wild West, where Tombstone, you know, the the shootout at the OK Corral happened. I mean, Arizona has a belief system, even more than Texas. Now, I know Texans like to say, don't mess with Texas, but here's how far Arizona goes. And I'm proud to call Arizona my state. I'm proud to call Nevada my state. 
I've, I, I, so, I mean, but one thing, and I will tell you this, that Arizona tips the scales in favor of true civil independence or civil liberties and independence and, 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 and true freedoms, especially pertaining to the Second Amendment right, is it does not require a concealed carry permit to carry your weapon. It's constitutional carry. So even in Texas, you have to go through some hoops. In Arizona, baby, you do not. Because it really holds true the Second Amendment. It holds true to the beacon of being the Wild West. Hell, it was the only state brought kicking and screaming into the Republic. There's reasons for that. We won't discuss them tonight. So I wanted to make sure you had an idea, kind of a, a, a summary, a vision, uh, an idea of what Arizona and who Arizona really is. So when teachers go out on strike, it's not like the liberal teachers running around Nevada. Arizona teachers tend to be more conservative. However, there is now a new dawn arising in Arizona. There's new teaching. There's new teachers coming into the fold. You know, other teachers that tend to be more conservative and more pro-civil liberty are starting to retire or move away. And young teachers are now coming into the fold just out of teaching school. And and Southern California is bringing a boatload of teachers to Arizona. Really important why I'm telling you this, because Arizona, for the first time in its history, will end up a purple state when Mark Kelly wins the United States Senate. Now, I, I didn't say if he wins. I said when he wins. Because the rhino, no personality Martha McSally, will not win this election. I'll be surprised if she did. I hope she does. I've tried to tell Dr. Kelly Ward she's boring, but they don't like to listen to me. They tolerate me because they have to tolerate me. But the truth of the matter is, I'm not in their club. And I don't want to be in their club because I don't like their club. Their club's ugly. And most of the members are ugly. And I don't want to be part of it. I'm an independent, a true independent, a true visionary, a true maverick. So they don't like to hear a truth because everybody likes to still be part of the good old boys club. And to run a Martha McSally, which, by the way, Governor Ducey appointed her to that position because she lost against Kirsten Cinema, a tremendous liberal who's now United States Senator in Arizona. Arizona, for the first time, will go purple. And Nevada, why am I telling you this? Because you remember once upon a time ago when you were purple. And then all of a sudden you became blue. That is where Arizona's going. In the next five years, Arizona will in fact be a swing state. It will be blue. Because Arizona, although it's done a good job of trying to stay conservative, they fell into the trap that you did, Nevada, welcoming liberal lunacy into the fold and not standing up for its fundamental values, which brings me back to the teachers. The teachers are always screaming that they're frontline workers, that they're essential workers. Well, if you're essential and you're frontline, get your asses back to the classroom because you're still collecting a paycheck every month when so many people are not and didn't get help and don't have paid leave. And these students today forgot what 2 plus 2 is. We're going to raise a very stupid society. School has to resume. Now I understand the safety. And I understand that Arizona wants to be safe. Teachers want to be safe. But guess what?
How much more safe unless you're wearing a hazmat suit? Because guess what? Arizona tried this online schooling for a couple weeks, and it was a complete failure. And the reason I'm saying this, Nevada, is because you're starting at August 24th next week, and yours will be a complete failure too. Why? Because it was never meant, ever meant, no matter how many techies tell you, it was never meant for teaching to be done on a computer full-time. It's okay for part-time classes and different, I get it. And it's okay for older people that know how to read and write. They know their long division. They know their fractions. They know the constitution. It's okay for older people that have already learned all the stuff they need to in grade school, in middle school, in high school. But for these young kids that are six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and they still don't know how to even spell school, we've got one hell of a problem. But maybe this is the Democrats' plan to keep people very, very stupid and to know what it means to hug a tree and to worship Mother Earth more than it means to actually have freedoms and know what the country's all about. So let me ask you this question. Are you in favor of these teachers calling for a nationwide sick out. Now, you may think it's just Arizona. No, Arizona's doing it. But Arizona's calling for a nationwide sick out. Do you think next week, when your online services start, and eventually you convince the inept Governor Sisolak, the draconian totalitarian leader he is, to put kids back in the classrooms before the economy really collapses, because it's collapsing in Las Vegas, in Nevada... If teachers pull this at the Clark County school districts, what are you going to do as parents? You are paying taxes to keep these people fed, to keep their health insurance in place, to keep them still getting a check every month as they sit home and they actually start posting stuff on Pinterest and starting other business ventures, selling makeup, selling Tupperware, working from home, but still collecting three to four to five thousand every single month in your tax dollars. And guess what? You still haven't even gotten a freaking stimulus check. Not to mention, evictions, as I said, are looming. We're facing 249,000 evictions next month, Nevada. 249,000. My God, you may be one of them. So again, my question to you, and I'm going to open up phone lines. What do you think about Arizona doing this? Should they be forced to go back? to school, the teachers, or do they lose their checks immediately? Hey, Ronald Reagan, remember when he fired all the air traffic controllers? They thought they could pull that crap with Reagan, and Reagan said, okay, you think you're going to do that? You're fired! Because there's a hell of a lot of uh, teachers that are substitutes that could look for a job right now. There's a hell of a lot of substitute teachers that would actually go back to the classroom right now and take the $100 per day and at least have some money to feed their family. Hell, you may even be one of them listening in this audience. I'm opening up the phone lines. 702-257-5396. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program, friends. Should Arizona force their teachers to get their derrieres back in the classrooms? Yes, no, why, or why not? And don't think that this is not coming to a school near you, Las Vegas. Because trust me, Clark County School District right now as we speak are thinking of ways on how they're going to continue to prolong your kids being back in the classroom. 
And if they do go back into the classroom faster than the teachers want to go back into the classroom, Clark County School District, the state of Nevada, could be facing the same thing Arizona's doing. Because Arizona's saying, we want a national sick out. We want teachers all across this country to call in sick and no go back to school. And if that means children go don't get taught, then so be it. Children don't get taught. I thought they were frontline workers. I thought they were essential workers. I know I've got some teachers in the audience, and I'm not mad at you, but I'm mad at some of you, and you've got a lot of explaining to do to the good people of this country. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. This is Steve Sanchez. Quick break, and then we're going to come back and start taking your calls. Don't go away. Groundbreaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. All right, welcome back to the program. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you on this Monday edition of the show. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. We've been talking about Arizona calling for a nationwide sick out. Why? Because Arizona was supposed to start school today and teachers and staffers on Friday called out and said, we're not coming in until you make things safer. Keep me safe. Keep me safe. So they're all out there like lunatics in 115 degree weather with bullhorns, wearing masks and putting themselves at greater risk of heat exhaustion and stroke and yet saying they're not going back to the classrooms. So I understand from a perspective, if you've got a compromised immune system uh, and you've got some issues then keep those teachers doing the online courses for the older grades no problem but the younger kids that need to get back to school because they forgot what two plus two is and these younger teachers that have no compromise situations that have no the statistics of them getting sick and dying are so small less than a half a percent they need to get back to the classroom and if you think that it's just Arizona, Clark County, it's coming for you too because Arizona is calling for a nationwide sick out. And next week, August 24th, you're supposed to start online classes, Nevada. I don't know how that's going to look, what's going to happen. I don't know if you're ever going to get back into the classroom, but let's just say you do relatively soon. What's to say Clark County, the state of Nevada, doesn't pull the same crap? You're paying these teachers three to 5000 a month to do absolutely nothing at home. They get great benefits. They're supposed to be frontline essential workers, and yet they're sitting at home uh, actually having side businesses on Pinterest, on eBay, and yet we're supposed to continue to fund their salaries? No, I understand safety, and I understand being afraid, but my God, there comes a time when you've got to to draw a line in the sand. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? What are your thoughts on this? Let's go to our busy calls. James, you're up first tonight. Welcome to the program. Hey, hey, Steve. How you doing? Uh, Steve, I, I just want to tell you, man, teaching has become, my mom was a teacher for over 50 years. Mm-hmm. Teaching has become a job where it's, a, it's an easier degree to, to get than a, a medical or engineering degree. You get great benefits. If you don't believe me, go to California Transparent. All teacher salary is is public. You just go to California Transparent. Oh yeah, no, I know. I come from I come from a family of some educators. I know. I know what you're saying. It's true. Look at some of these salaries of these public school teachers in like Northern California, Southern, and Illinois. 
unbelievable. Ninety-five thousand, a hundred five thousand. I know, uh, hundred eighteen thousand. I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, 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 you know how long it takes to make that much in the private sector? <laughs> I know, uh, and you uh, get uh, it, and you even get it in the summer when you're off for sixty days. Steve, it's just. Are you still there? All right. I think James dropped, but that's okay. But, James, I appreciate the call. And uh, I know what you're saying. And I know some of these higher salaries that teachers are getting in places, like you said, Northern California and some others, are based on the geographical and demographics in terms of high costs of living and things like that. I get it. However, I get what you're saying is that, look, Being a teacher is a noble profession. I think teachers get paid too little. However, there's a hell of a lot of crappy teachers as well that have no business teaching. You know it and I know it. They just don't. And and my, my point with all of this is you've got kids through no fault of their own trying to somehow get through these online courses through Schoology and some of these others that they have, these systems, and you're expecting the parent who has no background in academia to teach children. My God, some of the parents are having a hard time enough keeping the kids from beating the hell out of each other because they've been locked up since March. They're like freaking caged rats. They're like the island of Lost. You know, when you let them out of the Darman Initiative bunker, they want to get the hell off the island. But there's a hell of a lot of John Locks that want to stay in the island. These kids need to go back to school. They don't even know what each other looks like. I mean, they're online. It looks like something out of the 1984 movie. And I understand safety. I do. Believe me, I want everybody safe. I want the teacher safe. I want the children safe. But I think we've established through science, which everybody's telling us, CDC, that the probability... Overall statistics of the children being compromised is so low that it's my, I mean, you're worse off getting the flu. But again, did the mainstream media do such a great job in scaring the crap out of everybody? I believe they did. Honest to God, I believe the mainstream media did such a wonderful job scaring the crap out of everybody that it is tormenting so many people psychologically that they don't know how to think they're trying to piece through their life to get back to normal, to go out to eat, to go to, you know, go shopping, to get their kids in school. You're probably one of them. This is Steve Sanchez. Quick break. We're going to come back and take your calls. Don't go away. Welcome back to the program. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. 702-257-5396. We're talking about the Arizona nationwide sick out. Teachers have called in saying, I'm not going back to the classroom. Now kids are left twiddling their thumbs. And there's no teachers to actually even do the online courses. Now this is not in every school district in Arizona, but it's in a few. And it may catch on because my understanding is some teachers just do not want to be in the classroom. Others say no big deal. I could, I could handle this. It's okay. 
So I'm posing the question to you, being that in Nevada next week, my understanding is classes resume August 24th, at least on online learning, and possibly a return to the classroom 30 days later, depending on which way uh, Governor Sisolak decides to move forward on this whole thing. So when the teachers in Nevada are forced to go back into the classroom, are they going to say, not me, I'm going to be like Arizona. That's why Arizona's calling for a nationwide sick out. Teachers are saying we're not being given enough safety protocols. They're just not feeling safe. So is this legitimate, friends? Is this legitimate uh, for them to feel this way? Or are they blowing things out of proportion? Because, you know, in all fairness... Again, as I said when I went to break, the mainstream media did psychological warfare on us. Remember months ago, and it seems like so long ago now when the pandemic was at its peak, I said the mainstream media is utilizing a psychological warfare technique. That's why they had the death toll tickers and they were doing the things they were doing. They were literally feeding you a bunch of stuff to scare you because it stays in the subconscious and you start thinking about it. Let's be honest. We've all thought a little different. Maybe some of you still aren't even traveling. My God, maybe some of you still aren't even going to the malls. You're not going to shopping. You're, you're doing your groceries online. Or, you know, if you have to run down to, you know, Nordstrom's rack, you know, you're, you're doing curbside pickup only. You're not going into the store. Some of you haven't even gone out to dinner. You're just staying put. Are you one of those? Did the media do such a number on you that it has paralyzed you to stay put? And is this what's happening to these teachers? Are they afraid now? So I understand they could have some reasonable fears. I get it. I understand that. But do they continue to keep getting paid? I mean, I think we all have to make decisions. I mean, a police officer and a firefighter don't have the luxury to say, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I mean, so, you know, if teachers feel this way and they're not going to go back, do we still pay them or do they just lose their job and they have to move on? I mean, these are really tough times. These are very difficult decisions that not only are districts making, counties are making, states are making. Very difficult to be in the midst of this to try to make the best decisions to protect the teacher, to protect the staff, to protect the student. I mean, this is a legitimacy here. But enough is enough. When we've gone so far as to say, well, I'm not going back to the classroom, screw the kid. Well, the kid needs some study. The kid needs. I mean, I'm telling you, before you know it, these kids are going to not retain most of the materials that they learned. I mean, don't forget, this pandemic hit us in March. Quickly, school districts across the country tried to put some online learning together, half-assed, okay? And, and it worked in some capacity, but it was a complete failure. Most of it was a complete failure. So kids already lost a tremendous part of the academics they needed. Now they're going into the next grade, and, you know, are they going to retain the information necessary? I mean, schools are already having problems. Test scores are already down across the country. You know, uh, America isn't ranked as high as it used to be on an education level. So, I mean, these are tough things. What do we do is really the question at hand. And now I go right back to our busy calls. Debbie's a teacher. She wants to weigh in. Debbie, you're up next. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. I want you to know I'm a proud constitutional conservative, mm -hmm. but I have to set things straight because 
we're working harder because we're not going back. Mm. And <clears throat> I always often work in the evenings, work every weekend anyway, because teaching is hard. Yeah. But now I'm working all day in trainings, working in the evening and the weekends and not able to keep up because there is so much more to do. Mm-hmm. That's really insulting to hear you tell the public that we have time for Pinterest and other businesses. That's not the case. Well, let me help you here, Debbie. Number one, the whole, hold on real quick. Hold on, real, hold on real quick so I can say something. Okay? And we need encouragement and support. Debbie, hold on. Uh, Sean, pot her down. Debbie, don't talk over me because you don't like your students doing it to you and you wouldn't tolerate it. Number one, don't put words in my mouth that I didn't say. My daughter's a teacher, so before you actually try to throw me under the bus, you better remember what I said. What I said is there are many teachers, and there are, that are on Pinterest, that are on eBay. That is not a false statement, Debbie. That is a true statement. You may not be one of them, but you don't represent all teachers. You just represent yourself. Now we can potter back up, Sean. I work, uh, I'm, I earn every penny of what I make and more. If I were to count up all the hours I put in. Do I, you want to be back in the classroom or do you want to stay online? And. Do, do you want to be back in the classroom salary? or do you want to stay online? Okay, get her out of here. We, we make Okay, goodbye. I, I, I can't deal with that. I had her potted down and she was still going on. Good God, I would hate to be her student. I'll tell you right now. Good God, I would hate to be her student. Conversation means talking. Take a break and a deep breath. Let someone else actually have a, a chance. And then we go back and forth and we converse. Debbie, if you're hearing me, you're probably still talking because there's a 20-second delay. But when you actually hear me, I'm going to share with you. I had to cut you off because you didn't let anybody talk and you still kept going on. I'm not telling you that you're not worth what you're getting paid. I'm not saying to you that you're not working hard. That's not what I said. Don't get so easily offended and triggered. So what I'm trying to tell you is that there are many teachers, Debbie, that may not be doing what you're doing working on the weekends, working late. If that's you and you're doing that, God bless you. You're great. You're one of the teachers of yesteryear because there's many today that are not doing that. And I stand by my statement. There are many teachers today that are still collecting a paycheck. You know it and I know it. And are doing eBay and Pinterest and other side jobs. And that cannot be allowed when there's a fundamental responsibility. So I didn't say that you are a deadbeat. I didn't say that you're not working hard. You're only representing yourself, Debbie. I'm talking about the general consensus. I'm talking about what Arizona's doing. Arizona said they're doing and calling for a nationwide sick out. And there are many teachers in favor of this. Many. And my question was, is it right or wrong? And yes, I said it, and I mean it. Get your derriere back in the classroom if it's decided that you're an essential frontline worker, because if you don't want to, then I guess you lose your job, just like anybody else would lose their job. Let me ask you about the hundreds of thousands of people that have lost their jobs around the country because they don't have a job. They don't have the flexibility of having someone's tax dollars pay their salary, with all due respect. Many people have been furloughed permanently, with no one helping them. They haven't even gotten an unemployment check or a stimulus check. So the truth of the matter is, I think we deserve answers. 
I think we deserve to have this conversation and debate it, but all you wanted to do was get on your soapbox and how great you are. Well, God bless you. You're probably wonderful. But you're just one of the thousands and thousands and thousands of teachers and thousands and thousands of students that were trying to piece through and make intelligent decisions and have intelligent conversation. And I think most people that heard me tonight understand that my daughter's a teacher. My daughter will tell you the same thing I told you. And most people feel the way I do. They're frustrated. And if you think you're working weekends and working late at nights, at least you're getting paid for it. Because I know a hell of a lot of parents that are working nights and weekends as well, and they had to lose their job to actually start being homeschool teachers to teach their kids. So if we're going to actually put it on the table, let's put it on the table. All right, let's go right back to our busy calls. Bob, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve, how are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. Good. I have about four points I'd like to make very quickly. Okay. I don't know if Debbie's aware of this, but the NEA, which is one of the major teachers' unions, has uh, 411 people on their staff, administrators, administrators, excuse me, who are averaging a salary of $185,000 a year. That's before benefits, mm-hmm. and the top three are making 400,000 plus. Number one. Number two, as to your question, should these teachers be fired? Absolutely. If they don't have a medical reason, absolutely. Um, And the rest of my commentary is really regarding your statement about states turning blue, purple, red, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, What I I did was I changed my registration from Republican to Democrat, knowing that we're going to have mail-in votes, and that's going to entail a lot of fraud. And I did it very quickly at ClarkCountyNV.gov forward slash vote. I recommend to anybody who's a registered Republican that they do that. So likelihood that their vote will actually be counted. That's a good point. And the last point I wanted to make is um, I get between 150 to 200 emails a day. I've contributed to 1,400 different congressional and Senate races of conservatives across the country. I get between 150 and 200 emails a day from them requesting donations. Now, I know you're a big supporter of Jim Markshock, and I live in that district, by the way, although I did not vote for him in the primary. But I will vote for him in November. Um, Where is he? I mean, he's like doing a Biden. I don't understand it. That's not how you win elections. I agree with you, Bob, and I'll tell you this. I know he's on a Trump bus tour right now through the whole state of Nevada, but he's going to be on this Friday, Bob. And and i got to bounce Bob I'm up on break, but great points. But, Bob, he will be on this Friday taking calls from the audience in the last half hour of the show. That's this Friday, the 21st. Bob, please make sure to call in because, you know what? You're a constituent. You are the people. You have the right to ask these questions of those that are going to represent you. Jim Marchand is a big boy. He knows how to take those tough questions, and that is a question definitely you need to pose to him and other Republicans out there that need to do one hell of a better job than they're doing, or Nevada's just going to stay red forever. Great call, Bob. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396. And by the way, I meant they're going to stay blue forever. We want them to be red. (laughs) So let me put that out there straight. Quick break. We're going to come back and take more of these calls on hold. Don't go away.
Never taking advice from a fool, not when you're hanging out here every single night. Thanks for joining me. You know, this whole teacher thing's a big deal. Kamala Harris uh, also thinks it's a big deal. Because how many people really know about Kamala Harris? Okay, how many people really know about her? Well, let me let, let me help you here for a moment before we go back to our busy calls. She wants to take away your guns. That alone right there says goodbye. She wants... Unrestricted abortion, that means in the ninth month when you decide you don't want your baby anymore, murder. Sorry, what do you want me to say? That's what it is. She wants to end private health insurance. Oh, good God. So we're like Canada when women are waiting six months for a mammogram? And she wants to abolish the Trump tax cuts that benefited many of you in this audience. You know you put more dough in your pocket with the Trump tax cut. Now, my friend Chris Salcedo on Newsmax TV, every night he's giving you the real truth about Kamala Harris. Salcedo reveals her secret billionaire backers and her ties to some of the most radical groups in the nation, and that's important, being that they want her as the president, Joe Biden's just the puppet. Now, you can't miss any of this because it's on Newsmax TV, so if you tune in every night for Chris Salcedo, my friend Sean Spicer and Greg Kelly, you're going to get real news for real people. You can find Newsmax on Direct, Dish, Sling, CenturyLink, Cox, and many more. Just check your cable guide. Now, one more thing. Make sure you download Newsmax's free app on your smartphone, and you can start watching it there on demand anytime, anywhere. That's what I do. All right, Newsmax TV, real news for real people. Make sure you start checking that out. Don't forget this Friday, I will be on Sean Spicer and Company's show this Friday the 21st, so check your local listings to catch me on that representing Nevada. All right, let's get right back to business and to our busy calls. Let's jump over. Let's see to Nancy. You're up next. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, My comment is that, and I'm a retired teacher from Clark County. Okay. They should go back to work, and they should be teaching, Mm -hmm. because we are paid by the taxes of the people. Correct. Period. And teachers also need to understand, if they really understand the agenda with how they are the pawn in in educating, because they are purposely dumbing down our children in this country. Exactly. There is an agenda. But um, most people can I recruit you? Can I recruit recruit you for Clark County Superintendent for schools? <laughs> can I can I pull you out of retirement and somehow get you into the superintendent status for Clark County School District? For God's sakes, you're a voice of reason. Uh, you know, it takes um, personal experience to really dig deep, and there is an agenda. And I'm sorry to say there's a lot of good teachers and there's a lot of crappy teachers. And the new generation of teachers are too liberal and there's a touchy feeling Mm -hmm. and they're not really doing academics. I agree. I agree. Nancy, if you could see me in the, if you could see me in the studio, I'm actually doing kind of a shuffle in here saying, yeah, I'm I'm hearing some truth. I feel like I'm in church. I'm asking for an amen. Well, you're doing a great job, and I just—I've never done this before, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to call. So I'm grateful I hope you, have a great you did. Evening. Well, thank you so much for the call, and I'm grateful you did. That friends is the real deal teacher. That friends is the real deal teacher, and they're still out there. You still have Nancys out there. You absolutely do. But you also have a lot of Karens out there. 
I mean, that's just the truth. And Nancy, we do appreciate it. And yeah, I'm, you know, look, Nancy put it, it hit it right on the head. Getting paid by the taxpayer. So in essence, you're kind of like a frontline essential. And, and, you know, so yes, we've got to protect our teachers. Absolutely. I want no one sick. I want no one afraid. I, I don't want the kids sick. I don't want them afraid. But, you know, there's, there, there, you know, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of faith. And I'm always reminded that we have to put our faith, we have to make our faith bigger than our fear. And I'm preaching to myself right now because there's times I get afraid about a lot of things. We're human, for good, for goodness sakes. But we just all have to do a better job of putting our faith or making our faith bigger than our fear. That's for sure. I got a lot of calls on hold. I haven't forgotten you. We just went long. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. We've got top of the hour news next. But when we come back on the other side, I promise you it's right back to the phone calls we go. Don't go away.